We are live. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Talk Over podcast. We have our special guest today, Mr. John Mitchell. John Mitchell is a veteran from the United States Navy, and he's also a um, trainer. So he's going to give us some insight about what he does and how he travels and um, other things about his lifestyle that he does. So welcome, John. Welcome, Mr. John. (laughs) Thank you for coming. Yes, yes. I appreciate y'all giving me the opportunity. Of course, of course. So we just want to more or less talk about you and and, and the things that you do. Um, Just tell us some some background about your Navy um, uh, days, being in the Navy. Okay. Well, basically when I graduated high school in um, 83, I went to another school for about another year, technical school. And so in 84, I decided I can't get a job here. So I need to try to probably just join the US Navy. So I applied for the Navy and I wanted to be in uh, electronics. I always loved electronics. And so Mm -hmm. the Navy allowed me to um, get into the advanced electronic program back in 84. So um, I joined the Navy there and then I went to Orlando for boot camp. I was in Orlando once I finished up my boot camp here. Then I went to uh, Great Lakes, Illinois for my electronics advanced training school. So okay. after I finished, I, I did uh, 26 weeks in Great Lakes, Illinois for the advanced electronics program. It was a pretty uh, tough program, but I was determined to get through it. That's and great. Uh, I'm a technician. That was my goal. That's I was good. not letting nothing stop me. <laughs> yeah, well, that's yeah, you, good. You know, I'm a, you know, I'm an old Navy guy myself. I, my my training wasn't extensive because I was just trying to watch in in the, in, the, in the Daddy Bush War. You remember that war? <laughs> I was in the Daddy Bush War. So, Mister John, um, you know, we was talking before the broadcast got started, and I just want to let everyone know how I met you. I met you at the gym over in um, I think Chesapeake, Portsmouth area, and you know, we were strangers, but you know, we seen each other all the time, and you know, a group to conversation from that point and us giving each other um, spots when we needed. And um, oh, yes. of course, you being a, a Patriots fan, me being a Redskin fan, you know, football can always get guys to talking. And, you know, you just oh, yeah. always had a great spirit with yourself, man. And, and we just appreciate that you coming on and, and having this conversation with us. And I just want to tell the audience that, um, you know, John and myself, you know, us being older gentlemen, we're still in the gym and we're going to talk about that later. But I want to dive right into his extensive career, man. You know, I know you told me, you don't think I remember all this stuff, but I know you told me a long time ago that you were, um, I think, in radars, right? Yes, were, with radar yeah, systems. Yeah, radar systems. And I, I just thought that was just a, a, amazing, man, that, you know, you had that um, that techno, that techno, well, that, that advanced thinking to be able to, Put a radar together from scratch, man, and this always awed yeah. me, man. And wow, so just explain to the audience what that entails, man. You know? Yes, um, of course, like I said, I got the training in the U.S. Navy, so yeah, that education was really beneficial. But when I got out, I went into um manufacturing, so I did manufacturing jobs, and then I decided I re- about I say about 15 years into manufacturing, I decided I want to go back into. Um, defense with radar working for government projects. So I joined the company, a Danish defense contractor, 
And um, that particular job allowed me to travel and do field service globally. Yeah, yeah. So, nice. Yeah, it, it allowed me to go globally. And I started out doing ships, uh, U.S. ship radar. Mm -hmm. And then as I grew and got more knowledge and got a stronger base with it, they put me into airport radar. And then wow. I moved into vessel and coastal surveillance. And so what happened with all of that, having all those those three different backgrounds with radar, it allowed me to travel the world. So at that point, I started going to Europe, to France. Um, then I started going to um, Azerbaijan, which, which is the Caspian Sea in that mm. area. Um, I did a lot of work in Saudi Arabia. And then um, I also ended up doing radars for China. So about five years ago, I was actually in Wuhan before all this. Wow. Wow. Yes. Wow. <laughs> yeah. wow. Yeah. Yeah. And the Chinese, they treated me really well. It was a good experience. I learned a lot. I trained them and developed them on the newest uh, technology with radars. And uh, it just was great. So from there, I also went to um, Brazil, which is one of the favorite places that I enjoy, Brazil. And during this time, um, my company would allow me to let my wife travel with me on certain oh, trips. Nice. So I took my wife to Brazil yes. for two weeks. She loved it. Wow. I took her to see the, um, the uh, what's that, the, the Christ the Redeemer up on the mountain and all that good stuff. And we traveled all around looking at all their areas. So it was just a beautiful experience. And then we all, each area I go to, I have friends to this day. I still yeah. communicate with them on Facebook and everything. So they're probably watching this podcast right now. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> you know, that's John, you know, you know, John, and that's what and that's what I, I've seen about you because I'm the hardest person to talk to. You you see, I'm very reserved, right? And I know I mean you just opened me up to talk, and here we are, you know, years yeah. later, and you know, we just you know, sometimes you go in different direction, but we was able to connect back up, man. And it was such a beautiful yeah. thing. But but tell but tell the tell the audience, man, how it is going from place to place. You have to be that people's person, right? To be able to open up, talk to um, people. I mean, different languages, that's right? The, that's the biggest thing. And being American, we, I only speak English. I don't speak no other language. Which is sad, I, you know, it would have been nice if I had learned, you know, other languages. However, where I traveled to these different places, I always had a translator. Yeah. So whether I was in China, if I was in Brazil, they speak Portuguese in Brazil. There was always somebody that was there with me, guiding me, protecting me and everything. That was the most beautiful thing. And then the people all over the world are just like us. They want to take care of their families, have a good job, yeah. and just enjoy life. And that's what I found out the most. But... My personality, I like people. I'm a techie, but I also like people. Yeah. So there's no problem with me striking up a conversation, talking to people, getting to know folks, yes. and then building my network. Yeah. Yep. And then you had something that they needed, man. You had that knowledge, right? I know they treated you like gold. <laughs> you, hey, look, you was a commodity, John. Yeah, they treated I think that's really important good. that you be a people's person if you are in the field that you're in because you have to be able to connect with people, you know, to make sure yeah, that, you know, they feel comfortable, especially as an instructor, too. So I think that's, that's awesome that you're doing that. So, that's yeah. The most biggest thing. And by my, as I say, in my career, I grew by knowing the hands-on. So I was became an expert at installing. And then the next phase, I became an expert at doing the software. And then the next phase, I became an expert at doing training. 
So mm-hmm. instead of my company sending out maybe, you know, two people to do an install and another person to do this and another, I would go and do it all in three weeks. Wow. 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 Yeah. So is it a big yeah. class that you have when you're doing the training sessions or is it just? It can average anywhere from six to 15 people. It all depends. Okay. And, and then um, and then it's normally like a five-day training that mm-hmm. I normally do. This is in my previous job. In my current job, because I moved on from them in uh, 2019, I left that company because I wanted okay. to spend more time with my family. So I, joined, I joined a current company that I'm with now, and I'm not doing radar no more. I'm doing mechanical engineering. So I think okay. this <laughs> So oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's exciting. It's allowing me to drive and, and try to push to learn new things. And mm-hmm. um, I'm with the sales part of it. So now I'm learning. I'm using my charisma in the sales world with the right. technical. So right. it's a really exciting challenge. And I'm enjoying okay. it. Wow. That's, yep. that's really nice. I like that. So do they send you back to the same places all the time or is it just different areas? I travel all around. Well, in, in, in the current, the previous job with um, the Danish defense contractor, I worked with for 11 years. Mm-hmm. And they, I would go to different places within 11 years. I could be in China. I could be in Brazil. I could be in the Turks and Caicos. I could be, you know, anywhere doing jobs according to what, you know, they needed. And my current job right now, I just yeah. travel domestically, only in the U.S. Okay. So yeah. there's there five sales managers in the different area. And they go, John, we need you to support us for this. Then I travel to like recently Iowa and I'll do a demo or training or support like that. And then I fly back home. So the beautiful thing is, instead of being gone two to three weeks, I'm only gone two to three days now. Yeah, wow, yeah, right, right, yeah. right, right. So you can come back home. Yes, right. You know, I'll tell you, John, you know, you you can you can be beside someone, right? like we were and not know not knowing each other and just don't even understand who you're shaking hands with and because you have a very important job i mean to be trapped to to tra- to travel so many places and mm-hmm. set up radar systems and i know people people may not understand what radar systems are but i got a pretty good idea because you know i was on an aircraft carrier Right. And, and of course, you know, we were the, we were the mothership. So radar was very important, man. And I just mm-hmm. remember being in there and we were over um, near Iraq and, and we had a missile boat a minute off our bow, you know, and the missile system missed it. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, of course, it's only a little missile boat to a car. I mean, it couldn't have done nothing to us, but still, of course. I mean, I know his role with that. So. People let people understand how important your job was, man. Just tell them how important yeah. your job was because you you're yeah, a civilian right? contractor, yeah. and I don't think they understand that civilian contractors actually protect this country also in things that you do. Yeah, civilian contractors play a big role in developing our our military, making it more modern. Yeah, bringing new technology. Mm-hmm. So um, bring all the newest, latest, and greatest technology to them train them and develop them so that they can protect our country and protect themselves and stay safe. Mm-hmm. So that's what we bring. And radar is so advanced. It's at another level when you're dealing with the electrons and, and the, uh, the control screens, because yeah. it's dealing with frequencies and stuff. So I don't want to get too techy on you, but it, yeah. it goes pretty heavy. I'm telling you. And uh, like I said, by having that background in electronics, 
and then you know crossing over and learning mechanical it was easy for me to um, understand it and pick up the new technology that the um, that the Europeans were developing so I got you I, yeah really well mm -hmm. wow yeah man. that's great that's great that is, that's great information to know mm -hmm. so, so um, moving forward um is it something that once COVID is has um kind of died down a little bit is this something that you're looking to do again or you're done you just domestically now that's something you I put behind I'm you gonna, i think i'm gonna stay uh, what i'm doing currently right now i like it i like the technical sales working with the sales team and and doing the mechanical side mm -hmm. um I, I i got about maybe 10 more years before i can retire i got so you so i'm kind of ramping it down kind of yeah just, yeah uh, let me see. Let me do the math. Let me see. Ten more years. I got a birthday. I got a birthday. Oh, happy birthday. Happy birthday. January the 30th. January the 30th. Oh, January 30th. January 30th. Okay, you got coming. Okay. January 30th. So you're an Aquarius. Yes. Yes. And we're in the age of the Aquarius. Yeah. I've never been good at uh, the signs and what yeah. month is one. Well, mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. That's great, John. So, um, of course, I got to let people know that Mr. John and myself, we are avid weightlifters, man. Let's talk a little bit about that because, you know, the one thing I told my wife and I tell everybody, you know, we've been in the gym for so long. Yes. What did I tell you, Kim? Mm -hmm. Being in the gym, what is a what? A lifestyle. A lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. Exactly. So for everybody who's looking for that New Year's resolution, it's never gonna work. You have to make it your lifestyle. Mm -hmm. It has it's to be lifestyle. part of you. I mean, literally part of you. You know, I'm sorry to tell my wife, like you know, sometimes you know you may take six months out the gym, but you got to go back. You know, avid work. You know, because I know it was it's tough for you traveling all over the world, different gyms. Trying to get your workout yep. on, you know, um, yep. different it, hotels, it's, it's, you know, and the hotel gym suck, you know. Tell me, that's I hard. Tear me up, man. They tear my shoulders up. I like, oh my god, I yeah. can't, I can't do it. I need a gym. So yeah. what they did was, I remember, you remember, we had um, what was the one before One Life? It was called um, gl um, what was it? The one where you I could travel know. all over. Oh, it was okay. called Gold's Gym. Gold's gym, right? Yeah, yes, it was Go's Gym. Goes. See, I could travel with Go's Gym. You yeah. know, I could go goes. everywhere with Go's, man. Yeah. But they kind of shut that down. So I got into Planet Fitness when I used to travel a lot. And Planet of course, Fitness. you know, Planet Fitness was good enough. It was better than the yeah. hotel gym. So everywhere I went, I made sure I knew what the Planet Fitness was. So yeah. so let's get it. Let's talk about a little bit of your regiment, man, and, and how you just continued to lift so much weight. Being so young, you know, with your birthday being in um ten, that ten more years of work, so we kind of all of us kind of do the math on that, you know. <laughs> well, like I said, number one is a is a mindset. Number one yeah. is yeah. I always tell myself there's days where I like I don't feel like it, but I'm like, dude, get your butt in there, you'll feel better. So I I, I just jump in it, but I started lifting and working out at a young age, um, like around about thirteen. I was into martial arts and sports, basketball, football, and stuff like that. And then when I really started getting heavy into weights was in the Navy, pumping mm -hmm. weights when we were out to sea for six months. 
I was back in the gym lifting with the guys. And that's how I really got into body. You know, I wouldn't say bodybuilding, but just strength training. Yeah. And then, and then um, it just became a way of life. So yeah, one thing I knew I having physical strength and being strong, I could do stuff around the house. If the wife said, Hey, I need you to move this couch. Whatever, I could pick that joker up and move it and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but it, you know, that, it was more functional for me. I like to have the strength for functionality. So that's what always keeps me in the gym. Yeah. So then I just started developing my, my training programs over time. I used to keep a journal and um, I would hit the, you know, hit the gyms like that. And with traveling, um, it was very challenging. So I would have to hit the hotel gyms, like you're saying, and then look for local gyms if I could find stuff. Um, and then when I joined the One Life, um, when, when I met you, I, I, about, what was that, about three or four years, four years with the One Life, three or four years in that range? So I yeah. stayed with the One Life. And then um, when I switched jobs again, I decided to go back to the YMCA now that I'm in the States. So as I, I travel you. around the U.S. now, I can hit a YMCA with no problem. Ah, that's great. That's great. <laughs> So that's that's basically how how I've been doing it, and then you know just the the nutrition, trying to eat well, taking my vitamins, and then um, just keeping the, the consistency with working out, and it just yeah. keeps me nice and that's how I do it. Yeah, and you see, I post, I post some of my stuff on YouTube. I mean, on Facebook of me pumping the iron. So I yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, John, still at it, boy. John said, you know, I could never do those deadlifts. I said, I'm not doing that. You know, I'm very conservative, man. Yes, I love it. It's a hard thing to do to stay consistent. That's the main goal is being consistent. And I find that I fall a lot. You know, I've been falling a lot. You know, I've been um, having a lot of tragedies in my life, you know, with all the things that happened. So, um, it is a great stress reliever. Um, yes. There's times I go, but then there's times if I'm not into it, I just can't get a workout in. So yeah. um, I think you got to really be up to it to stay mm -hmm. consistent because I, I find myself I go for two days and then I won't go back. And that's where I'm at now. So I got to really get my mindset together. And then with COVID going on, yeah. um, you just yeah. want to be sure that you're safe and you yes. got to keep your mask on. Sometimes it's hard to keep your mask on certain um equipment that you're on it's hard for you to you know get your breath you know especially yes. i'm out of shape now so <laughs> um yes. but but it's it i think everyone needs to at least try to get in shape we we all need to you know the nutrition is the hard part um finding mm -hmm. the right meal plan um because you can't work out unless you get a nutrition plan too and you got to follow yeah. it consistent so um following your calorie intake um, following oh, your max yeah. and all of that. So, um, yeah, I, I know it. I know all of it, but I just, my mind ain't right, it. you know? You <laughs> know, working out, right. man, working out is 90% mental. You know, I just, remember, yeah, I, I just remember being, I, I went to the One Life over in Norfolk and um, I was working out and I just couldn't get into it, you know, and, you know, we just love to live heavy. I remember the gentleman came over and said, man, you, I can tell you're not really interested. Yeah, man, I, I still, my, my mind just went to it. And he said, you know, do me a favor. He said, go over there and lighten your weight a little bit. Just get mm. through the routine, lighten your weight. And, and, and from that point on, I was like, wow, it is 90% mental. Because this is the thing. When I just lifted light weights, I got through my whole little routine and I was good, you know. So so yeah. I, I just encourage somebody out there, man, if you, if you are – you know, going through something in your life and you got a lot on your mind, 
mm-hmm. hey, it ain't none. You know, it doesn't take a lot of effort to walk around the block. You know, you you got to keep moving. You have to keep okay. moving. If you got stairs right. in your house, run up and down the stairs. You might can't make it to the gym because of COVID. Run up and down yes. the stairs. You got to do something every single day. You know, yes. every single day to keep that heart rate going, to keep it pumping. You know, so. Yes. But I, I I understand wholeheartedly, man, because I've been through that where I've kind of fell off a little bit. But I've been such mm-hmm. a gym to where I miss the gym, man. When I mean, this look, this, and you, John, I literally had to go to the hospital, man, during COVID. When it first, yeah, because my back, man, my back, remember that, Kim? My back was killing me, man. And I knew, and as soon as the gym opened back up, it went away. And that's crazy. And that, and that, that's a big eye, was a big eye opener for me because. I haven't been in the gym in a while. Warren had me doing all, all sorts of things and I was in good shape. And then I fell out of shape and then my body started aching like crazy. I'm like, why am I having all this pain? Like my, my limbs, you know, you start mm-hmm. getting all of that tightness everywhere mm-hmm. and stuff. And then he was like, oh, you gotta go to the gym. I'm like, it's not that. As soon as I went to the gym and I released everything, it's like my yep. bones, everything inside, all the air, everything yeah. just woke up, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah. now yeah. back to it again. I'm still getting these pains, so I got to get it together. But that was yeah. really yeah. She keeps saying, oh, my side, my aunt. And I just mm-hmm. look at her like, you already know the routine, Kim. You already know the routine. You trying to beat this thing, man. See, yeah. I always yeah. tell people there's two sides of pain in gym. When you first work out, you know, John, you get that soreness. But see, man, you lo- we love that soreness. That's, That's good soreness. soreness. It's but when you're not in there, you get that bad soreness where your body starts calling because you have gotten your muscles to a point to where they they recognize that, hold on, what is going on here? Why are you not picking me out? You get what I'm saying? So they start aching, man, and, and it's like, you know, it took me to a point where I literally had to go to the emergency room, man, and I'm like, what in the hell is wrong with me? And, and of course, as soon as the, they, re, they release the restrictions, and I was I was good to go again. So I'm kind of scared, man. That's why I tell people put your mask on so we can keep these gyms over because I'm hurting. <laughs> yeah, one of my one of my secrets to keeping me um, having good energy and um, my um, what a, the soreness and stuff and recovery real quick. Mm-hmm. When we come back is, is this Tonkat Ali. It's a natural okay. root, and it gives you stamina. It helps build your immune system and it boosts your energy. This is wow. my secret while I go. Can you can you so, take a picture of that and send it to me? Yeah, I would do that. You might want to yeah. try this. This yeah, is take a, a picture of it. Where do you get it from? I get on uh, Amazon. You can get it on Amazon. It's 90 pills. And you can you take it's got all the natural roots and ginseng and then the tongue cat okay, yeah. is from um, Malaysia. It's a root I from got- Malaysia. Wow, that's so, great. Yeah, take a picture of that, man. Just send it to me when we get off. I'm pumping iron. <laughs> the young guys are asking me. They was like, how old are you? I go, how old do you think I am? They say, oh, hold on, let's do the math, man. You got two more years to work. Let me see you, man. Don't add 25 to that. That's it. That's it. And they're like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> that's wonderful. No, you look good. good. Yeah. You look good, man. You you can always say, man, a healthy life, man, a great wife, you know, and traveling and eating right and 
making sure your finances straight, all that. It keeps you from aging, man. Like, because I tell you, it's, 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 and there's no pun intended, you know, we're going to always be motivators, man, to make sure people get up and go. You know, you don't want to be broke down once you get over that 50 year old mark. You know, I think a lot of people think it's too late. And I just get so excited, John. You know, I was in the gym today and I seen this guy walk past me. You know, his stomach was as huge. I mean, like, I'm I can tell it was his New Year's resolution, right? But I was happy for him, man. I was like, man, I'm glad he's here. I'm glad he's here, man. You know, and because this is just the beginning. And I just love to see people that's in the gym like that because yep. they just getting it started, man. And you have to be that encourager, you know. And, and sometimes it can be it can be overwhelming for them. You know, you're seeing everybody in there with chisel bodies and stuff, and you yep. just getting started. So anybody who's listening to this broadcast, man, start. I mean, start with the bare Penny. minimum. What you gotta do is what is your advice, John? You gotta do it every day, right? You gotta do something, right? Yep, I would say you, you start slow because if you yep. go too hard, then you're going to end up hurting yourself mm-hmm. and then you're going to give up. So mm-hmm. I say you start slow. You can start out with like riding a bike two or three times a week. And then, you know, you could do some walking in the park. And like now with it being cold, you can, you know, join a gym, you know, the Planet Fitness or whatever like that. You can get in there and just do light weights. You don't have to go heavy. You don't have to be yeah. Mr. Olympia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Reps anywhere from like 25, I mean, from anywhere from 12 to 15 reps just to keep the pump and then just be consistent with it. Start a nice little um, body workout is good where you do all your body parts yes. as, a mm-hmm. as a new beginner. And then mm-hmm. as you advance, you know, after six, you know, six months to a year, then you can get into, you know, some upper and lower, you know, type splits and stuff like that, push mm-hmm. through the leg and, and do more with it. And then before long, you'll have a nice, you know, regiment. You'll be consistent. You'll be eating right. Doing your workout, getting cardio and weights, looking good, feeling good, and then helping others. So that's how yeah. I see it. That's that good. Yeah. yeah, that is so true. I think the yeah. hard part sometimes with a lot of people, and I know myself, when you get back in there and you know you're out of shape, people watching you. You know, it's the watch, the watch party. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, oh, yeah. Looking at me, especially when you want to try something new. You know you not might not be doing it well, but they are over there looking at you like, what is she doing? You know, that's wrong. No. <laughs> so then you feel some type of way. You're like, um, get off of this machine. But you really want to try, but you're afraid to ask people. So mm-hmm. I think that's the hard part. It was hard for me that way too. So yeah. I, fo- I usually follow other plans um yes. now from like anyone who works out, I follow their routine off of an app or anyone that's on maybe any social media site and watch how they do it, you know, and then I, I learn from that way. So there's some very good apps that allow you to um, follow and record your workout routines. Um, okay. there's one that just, I think there's like um gym pro or something and yeah. you can write your routine and then you can keep track of how much you're lifting and it got a history and stuff like that. I, I use that and it keeps me, you know, pretty, um, consistent. And then I see my days of working out what I'm going to do each day. And mm-hmm. so I, I, it keeps me, you know, on track. I think that that's very helpful. Yeah. Makes I'm sense. the total opposite. Every routine I've ever done, I built it, you know, I, oh, okay. I, I just build my own, you know, I, when I very first started, I used to go to the magazines and 
this was before the apps really got, you know, I mean, it was flip phones back then. We didn't even have smartphones when I started. <laughs> I mean, that's how long it's been, you know, I mean, oh yeah. so it's been a long time, but, um, I, I you know, I've, I used to go to the magazines and stuff like that. And, and, oh, yeah. and but, so, but over the years, man, it's like, it's a mental thing. I, you know, I got it. I got my notes and I'm very, I'm a very routine person all the way down to the gym. So, my body probably could call for some some shocking right now. <laughs> I know if I was to get a trainer, I, I'd leave out of there like it was my first day working out because I know as muscles I, I need to hit, you know. But mm-hmm. I'm just so scared, man, because all it takes is one thing I can say, John, man, I have knock on wood, I have not been injured, you know. That's beautiful. I have not been injured. When I see guys come in the gym and they gone and you, you know, you know, you're like, what do you? I mean, I tore this, so I tore that. I'm like, uh, uh-uh, uh, not me. No, no turn for me. No. You got to no. know your limit. You got to know your limit. Yeah, and, you absolutely. Know, and then push it. You know, so that that's how I do it. I know as my, you know, I haven't lived. I started back this December, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, during the beginning, when COVID hit and they told us quarantine back in March, I didn't lift not once. I just struggled. I gained a lot of weight and everything. And then when December hit. I said, okay, 2021 is a new year coming. I got to prep, get ready, because I'm going to mm-hmm. be getting back on the road. So I said, let me get back in there. So that first couple of weeks, I could barely lift 180. <laughs> I was like, ah. That's weird, right? Yeah, yeah. And then my muscle memory kicked back in. And within yeah. four weeks, I'm slamming stuff. Boom, I'm back into it. This. So it, 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 it didn't take much, you know, because of the muscle memory is what I'm saying. So wow. that paid off really well. That muscle, mm-hmm. man, I remember that, man. I, oh, my God. <laughs> I was aching the first couple of weeks. I was like, oh. Yeah. It's and crazy now, how you, you know. I hit it hard, and it, I'm, the pain is not there now. So it's a little pain. Now, it, it messes with you, right, when you're benching 315. Now you can't yeah. get up two plates, right? <laughs> you're like, oh, no, I got to get back yeah. quick, man. Yes. Well, yes. I've been I'm there, man. I've been there. I'll tell you, man. Yes, indeed. <laughs> You know, I had, I had a thought process here while we're talking, and, and it's great, great conversation. And again, this is John Mitchell. He is joining the Talk Over podcast, and we are live, man, and we are joining this conversation where here's a man who has traveled the world, has gained friends everywhere. And, you know, when I first met him, you know, he shared, you know, what he did with me, and he didn't even know I was in awe. You know, I just never forgot him. We kind of Broke off a little bit because, um, you know, of, I've I moved. Well, I started going to the different gyms. I stopped coming to that yeah. gym mm-hmm. because my work hours yeah. changed. You know, I used to come early in the morning on the yes. um, way to work, yeah. but um, morning yeah, schedule. yeah, we was in we was morning guys, but my, my yeah. schedule changed and I was at, I so I had to, yeah, so I had to go in. You know, I had to go to other gyms, but you know, we always co- stay connected on Facebook or whatever, and now we have them here. Yeah. Um. But John, you know, us being, I'll be 50 this year. You know, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna tell my age through retirement. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let them know I got <laughs> I'm not gonna throw that plug in there. I'm gonna let them, I'm gonna let them know how old I am, John. <laughs> I had to do yours, brother. I had to do this. <laughs> this is what I love about him, man. He always laughs, man. And, I mean, just such a great spirit. You can tell, right? It comes yeah. through. Man. Good personality, that's well. Yes, yeah, wonderful guy, man. It but, makes um, you have a better, a better 
sense of humor when you're around someone who can you can yeah. talk with, you know, not that's not so yeah. tight, you know. Yeah. Yep. yeah. You're, you're approachable and then yeah. you know people can talk to you without feeling, yeah. you know. So I'm, yeah, I know I'm, when I'm up in the planes and I'm sitting next to people and they're sitting next to me and then I'll start a conversation. Before you know, by the time they off the plane, they like, can I get your email? No, that's <laughs> wonderful. That's <laughs> wonderful. I'm gonna change it. I, I didn't tell you guys this part because I wanted you guys to be honest, right? Mm-hmm. I want to really get into because you have traveled the world, John, and you know, by us being older men, now I want to talk to our young men and women. You know, I want to get into that conversation because I know. You know, with you traveling the world and and just seeing the different cultures, you know, and you being a black man and myself being a black man, and but you, I know you are a person who got friends of all colors, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Let's talk to our young men, John. I'm gonna let you open the floor, man. Talk to your young, talk to our young man straight off the top of your head, man. You know, with the with the the culture and what we're going through and what you see and which and try to connect it to what you have seen around the world. I think that's an interesting conversation. Yeah. Um, I say for the young men, um, number one is to get your education, study. Mm-hmm. It's okay to you know be rocking your video games and doing all that stuff, but always focus on your education so that you can be prepared for tomorrow's technology. Yeah. So I, that's so important for, for, you know, not just black men, but for any generation, any, you know, race is to get right. your get your knowledge because we're competing not just in the u.s we're competing globally yeah yeah so you know we're competing globally and we need those minds right yeah you need that mindset so um if you can develop your math your sciences and you know your reading and writing that could take you anywhere you can mm-hmm. you can you can go anywhere with that so that's basically if you get those foundations from there, you can start deciding where you want to go and move on, and then you just grow from there. That's that's where I see a, a, a good starting point for for young men. Yeah, Definitely. yeah, yeah. You know, a lot of our young men, um, you know, are struggling with the resources. You know, mm-hmm. um, they struggle with the resources, and not only the resources, they struggle with um, um, trying to fit in. I would say. You okay. know, especially when they're in grade school, going to high school and stuff like that. You know, sometimes that crowd, man, can be your Achilles heel. Yep. You know, wanting to, some of us, you know, even in, even myself, you know, I have a, a lot of lucky breaks, I would say, you know. Mm-hmm. And to be here now and talking to you guys at my age, you know, it was only grace of God that I'm here, you know, not only young men, but young women too, you know, so with that being said, you know, I I just think that, you know, you know, we turn on the news, man, and and it's like they're going away from here very young, man, babies, man, you know, they're dying at young ages, man, so I like your advice to them about education, because you came straight to education first, because you know that is one of the most important things that can get them out of those situations, right? That's the number one. I mean, I I grew up, you know, I didn't have a lot. It was seven of us. My mother, she raised us fine. And you just, you, I had to have the basics. So once I got my basics, um, my dad's boss, 
um, told me when I was 12 years old, he said, electronics is the future back in like 78. And I'm like, electronics? I was 12. I'm yeah. like, that's hard. Goes, Don't worry about it. Just do it. And I listened to yeah. him. I had a great life. With that. <laughs> so that's, that's great. What that's great. I think is the young people should listen to the older folks. They got some wisdom and they can te tell you and teach you yeah. which way to go. Absolutely. So, Unfortunately, yeah. some of them think we don't know no better. You know, they rather listen to their friends that's their age, mm -hmm. tell them the things about about life and about society when we know more or less what's going on. Yep. You know, yep. we might not know everything, but we can give you some no. detail to keep your safety intact. Yes. You know, and where you should go. So you have the wisdom. That's yeah. the key. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They might get Google everything, but you can't yeah. Google wisdom. You can't. Yeah. yeah, you can't. <laughs> you can't Google wisdom. <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, when you were so, traveling, were you were you able to travel around the different places you went to see different oh, cultures? Yeah, yeah. When I'm in the areas, I always got a chance to go to you know tour the sites and see the historical areas. I always make sure that I had a day or two where I could travel around. I got you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I see you post on Facebook a lot of your um a lot of your um your, your souvenirs and stuff like that, man. I know you. I know you got a house full of them, right? <laughs> I know you got that room full of souvenirs, man. You got you got to take a picture of that room, John, and put it up, man. <laughs> souvenirs are everywhere, just everywhere. This yeah. is great. This is great. But yeah, man, we just have to continue being advocates, man, and and having that voice. You know, sometimes you know we. I, I take my head off to the people who want to do more, but you know. <laughs> as we seen what just happened, you know, I don't want to get into the cap, the thing that happened at the Capitol, but we, we can see how strong voices are, yeah, right? Yeah. Especially a repetitious voice, a repetitious yeah. voice telling you the same thing over and over and over yeah. again. It's like a bad song they mm -hmm. play on the radio and all of a sudden you say, hmm, I like this song. When not, you don't really like it, you just keep hearing it. <laughs> so they play with the psyche with everything. And so long as they play it over and over, so I just encourage, you know, mothers and fathers, you know, keep telling that child, you can do better. You can do better. You can do better. Make it a repetition. Yeah. Make it a repetitious thing, man, like a, like a record, because... You know, it's crazy how you making F's in school, but you can get on a video game and learn it the first day. So you're smart. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. They can dissect it, man. They already get to the end. Well, I don't, I'm not a video. And those player. games are hard. Those games are hard. I'll be sitting there with their little fingers. Yeah. Like, Why can't I do that? You know, my grandson is four. He knows how to do that thing. He yeah. says, Grandma, you don't know how to do this? I'm like, yeah. no. But he thinks I should because I'm older. I'm like, I don't know that. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember we he were playing the video game before he before he got out of pound, but like boy, you put that game down and yeah. get that it. Try to change yeah. it. <laughs> so so that's what I'm saying is like is is what they're interested in. So I think even as parents, you have to give your children something that they're interested in outside of just telling them the, yes. the right from wrong thing, you know, because we think that okay, right, wrong, right, wrong. So what are you what are you challenging your child with? Right, mm -hmm. and I, I know in your household, I don't know if it was electronic. Um, was that something you challenged your children with? Um, no, with other things like with sports, um, uh, different games, uh, like chess. The game mm -hmm. of chess is good. Yeah, it's a thinking mind game. Yeah, thinking game. So all my nieces, nephews, 
and, and stuff. When when they hit five, they got to come see me because I start teaching them the game of chess. Oh, that's and, great. <laughs> yep. Oh, wow. That's great, man. One of my yeah. traditions that I do for my family. That's I, that I great, my John. That is great. Ahead and, and be able to manage and see angles and, and there's multiple challenges. So you just grow and you grow with the game of chess. So that's what, what I do with, with young ones. I did it with my daughter and now I'm doing it with the grandkids and my grandnieces and nephews. That's good because that's a concentration game. You it's know, they got to sit there and concentrate and you got to be patient. You know, teachers yes. and patients. So it's needed. Yeah. We, you know, these yeah. kids get angry and they want to give up. I don't want to do that no more. No, you have to. You sit yeah. right here and you do it. You got you know. to think and you got to be patient. You just can't yeah. just be it ain't checkers. So I tell right. you, man, you are the epitome of having a strong man in the house and a strong man around you. Just in that one sentence, you showed how important it is to have a strong man in the house, you know, mm-hmm. because you said five years old, they all got to come. come to me. And, they all, and they already know. They already know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got to go see Papa. We got to go see Papa. They already yeah. know. You know, and that's in their mind, man. They all so they already like, oh my god, I gotta go pull a papa. But it's something they they got to look forward to too, and that's great, man. That's great. That's great. My little nephew the other day, he's uh, he's four, and he saw me teaching that other, you know, my other nephews uh, the game. And he, I said, how old are you? He says, I'm five, because he was ready. He knows that. Like, he fine. wanted to do it. Yeah. I'll teach you. I'll start teaching. But he's great. Yeah. Like, oh. great. I love, I love when they great. have that hunger. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> man, that's great, man. Yeah. I, I love that. I really you made it more. It, it was so more much fun. It's so fun. And he wants to be a part of it, seeing what they do. You know, you know, one kid always wanted to follow the next kid. Yeah, so that's yes. a good way. That is really good. That's good. That's great. That's and awesome. it's chess. It's not like it's not like a foot. I mean, it's just chess. I mean, how many kids running to play chess? But it's because it's with Papa, mm-hmm. they like, yep. hey, I, I need I this challenge. I need this challenge. You know, because they look up to you. You know. Yeah. 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 And that's yeah. how you. I always tell people a baby. Adolescence is like a blank piece of paper, and you yes. take and you write and on your mind, man. Yes. When so you have to be careful of what you write on that child's mind. Yes. You know, a child's mind is blank, mm-hmm. and they're watching everything, everything, everything you do, everything. So when yeah. you when so when you say, "Where did my child go wrong?" Mm-hmm. Sometimes you got to close that door and go look in the bathroom and yeah. look at you. Amen. I had to do and, it. Yeah, I had to do it. Yeah. As a young mother, I had to do it. I will admit to it now. There was things I'd done in front of my children, mm-hmm. me and their dad, and and some things they they watch. And when you yeah, think they didn't watch, they did watch. You know, so that is so true. You have to be very careful. And now in my age, as a grandmother, that's why I am really consistent on what I do around yeah. them, what I teach them. You know, yeah. so. Leadership is an example. I, very example. much, very much. Got, we can talk all day, but they, you got to be doing the right thing. Yes, too. yes, yes. And how you talk, how you speak, because mm-hmm. if you speak negatively, they're going to speak negative because they see you doing yeah. it. You know, yes. if you're doing all these things and and you're saying all these things that are not good, then they're going to think it's okay. But you say that. Yeah. You know, so yeah. Yeah. Bite the bullet when they say that. You say that. Well, you do that. You know, so mm-hmm. this is true. 
This is you know, yeah, John, I'm, sitting, I'm sitting over here, man. I got I got one number too many in my in my in my age, man, because I could have came and gave you that challenge in chess, baby. <laughs> but I'm too late for me. <laughs> we can just take the zero off, though, you know. I'll be right there that age. <laughs> I don't know how to play chess. Well, no, I think I think I learned. I think Kobe was trying to teach me. Yeah. Do you know the game? I play chess, huh? You know how to play? No, nah, a little bit. I, I'm just not that. I'm not that guy. Okay. No, 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 okay. No, uh, I don't know, man. I just don't have. I, I don't know. I just don't. I just can't sit there that long and, and think. You know. <laughs> you can always play chess. Oh, unless it's unless it's concerning some money. Now, now I'm gonna sit there all day with you. <laughs> <laughs> we we learn how to shoot dice at five. <laughs> how to play punk and spades, you know. Yeah, oh, wow. we, were to, we were trying to get to the spades table at five years old, you know. <laughs> and I don't know. I don't play. I played it spades before, but it's not something I like to do. I don't. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Wow. It was a whole different culture. It was a whole different culture. I tell you. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I can tell you, I can tell you one thing, man. Life lessons set me mm -hmm. up for this because okay. I don't know if there's a whole lot of things that I've not seen or been okay. through. Right. Okay. So this mic right here, I already know why I'm sitting in front of it. It was Dude. destined, man, because God took me through so much so Bless early, you know. Bless and the only thing I had to learn how to do is talk, you know, okay. be a better orator, be a better person who can get my, because I struggled at first when I first got on video. My first video was horrible, you know, but as I talk week after week, you know, my thought process is now catching up with my mouth because it's like my mouth was faster than my thought process and I will always miss something. I was like, oh, okay, okay. you know. Yep. So it's getting better. It's getting better. To get it out, and he wanted to be heard, making sure he would he didn't miss anything. I said, just "Take your time. You just be you. There's no you don't have to be scripted. You just talk from your heart. Yes. You just speak That's just like that." And That's the way I learned. I wasn't always that good. I don't even know if I'm that good now. People might say I, I suck. I don't know, but no. I do it based off of what I think is best for that guest. You know what I mean? So yes. that's how I speak, and that's how I ask questions, and you know, always let the person always listen and let that yep. person speak too. Sometimes you might get a little bit over, but mm -hmm. I, I enjoy speaking to people. I, I I learn from people. We all need to learn from one another, you know. And I think um, that diverse setting is a good thing that we all need to learn because we learn from different cultures. Yes. You know, we know what to do and what not to do. We know how to love a little bit better. And, and and not be so hard a little bit less, you know? So um, I think it's important that we um, we need to come together. This happening, I don't want to get it biblical, but it needed to happen. You know, God said yep. it needs to happen for us to come together yep. and start loving because yeah. God yep. is love, you yep. know? So um, it's sad that this has to go on, but yep. I hope at some point, I know I have faith that we're going to get it together. We yes. have to. society yep. must get it together. Because we can't have the next generation going through this. No, you know? it's too. It'll be too stressful. Yeah, it'll be too stressful. And life is yeah. short. So it is. You want to live the fullest, and then, like you said, basically everybody is. If when you're diverse and everybody's bringing something to the table, we all learn. We all share from each other, and we That's get right. better. That's so right. I, from my That's experience, right. 
traveling the world and being around, seeing different people, seeing how they do things different than we do in the U.S. has right. opened my mind and make me yes. think differently. Yes. Yeah. So I can creative because I seen something in Europe or I seen yeah. something in Arabia, right. and I can group the states and and, and 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 apply that type of knowledge. Right. Right. And I like that. I like to learn from different cultures. Yeah. I like to see what it's like, you know, but I mean, that's why we travel to these other countries, you know, mm -hmm. we go on these vacations, we go to their, you know, country, we, we learn about them. I mean, that's what history yeah. is about. You know, you want to learn. So exactly. I think it's important that we be diverse. We can't go there with an attitude. You can't do that, you know? No. So I think it's important to be um, kind hearted and, and want to, express your not your, you know your knowledge about what you know about them and they can feed yeah. you some more so yeah. mm -hmm, i, I want to travel you know that's yeah. what me and warren wants to yeah. do we want to travel it's just mm -hmm. us here in this home now we don't have nobody so we're looking forward to get out mm -hmm. to other places you know yes. once everything clears up so yeah it's, it's one of the best things now yeah and even if you don't speak the language they got Google Translate, so you yeah. can talk. Yeah, and, yeah. And then have a conversation with a person yeah. right on you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's great. yeah, that's yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. Wow, great, great conversation. This great, conversation. great. So, Mr. John, um, we're pretty much coming up to that point to where we have to say. Not goodbye, but <laughs> we most definitely would love to have you back, but. We like to keep these things um, somewhat around, what, 45 minutes to an hour. So it looks like we're coming up on 50 minutes. But I'm really enjoying this conversation, man. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, so I'm just so glad that my wife was able to get to talk with you, especially, okay. on, this, especially on this platform, because right. I've mentioned you, you know, a number of times to her, you know, especially when I see you come across you know, Facebook, I always like, wow, this is John, man. John, he's a good guy, you know. Mm -hmm. I love to talk to him, so that's when we reached out. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad we did, man, because it just shows, you know, who, who's, who's ever, you know, get the chance to watch this broadcast or li listen to it on our podcast. You know, they're going to know that, you know, you can stretch your mind out, man, and do some great things in this world, mm -hmm. you know, like you been. I mean, right now, I don't know what is radar system family is that with mr john you know he's not in it no more so should we worry about it mr john that you're not there no more great yeah so, so is yeah. there anything else that you wanted to add there was one thing silver lining that i wanted to add before we go um, during the pandemic, you know, we were home and everything. And mm -hmm. I started doing more of my um, ancestry and DNA. I started doing all that. And my okay. mother asked, she said to me, I never knew my pops. All I knew was his name was Joseph Love. And he was from Washington, D.C. She said, can mm -hmm. you help me find my dad? I'm like, mom, this is a needle in a haystack, but I'm going to give it a shot. So mm -hmm. I plugged it in, in my tree. And lo and behold, October the 7th, I get a call. I got a DM from a family member that says, your grandfather is my uncle. Wow. Wow. I need and to do that. My mom's people. 
the love, the love family. Shout out to the love family. I want to say. Wow, that is great. My mom is like a little five-year-old. She just meeting all her family and stuff. So we connected. I got phone numbers. It's an incredible story. It's a needle in a haystack. But God bless me to find this for my mother, dude. It's wow. incredible. So I just wanted to share that I, 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 this platform so the world knows God does miraculous things like that. Amen. So now Amen. We're, up with the family. we're all connected. When you see my mother and her family, they look alike. You can see the noses. they like, oh, my God. You know, it's, it's, it's crazy that you brought that up because my wife been telling, because, you know, I never knew who my father was. Yes. And I've okay, never okay. met my father before. And she's been telling me this for since I first met her. Yeah, yeah. Father. Dude, wow. The DNA, 23 and me, Ancestry or CRI. So it and really I, worked, huh? It really it, worked. Yeah, I told him it does. Wow. I'm living proof to it. I found my people, man. That's wonderful. That's great. That's great. That's so, great. Then, so I got to do that. that. Yeah. That it's needed. That was the silver lining in 2020. With all the badness going on, we still was blessed. Yes, wow. right. Hey, do me one more favor, John. Show that show that um supplement bottle again if you if you can. Tomcat Ali. Tomcat. I'm gonna look that up. Tomcat. It's T O N G. Okay. All right. Tomcat Ali. Okay. Yeah, it's a good one. And then. You gotta take your vitamin D, baby. D yes, D. vitamin D three. I took mine. Yes. Okay. Okay. You gotta take that. We need yep. that. We need that. Gives you I energy we, I too. Think we take what B twelve. I think we take B twelves. We take B twelves and we take. I take D threes. You know, we because that's something we lack a lot of. Yeah. Yes. You know, we lack yes. a lot of that. So just the, just to let you know, Dr. Fauci takes D3. He takes 6,000 IU. So if he takes 6,000, I double mine. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Might have, I'm going to get some tomorrow. I'm going to get the tongue cat. I'm going to get the yes. tongue cat. I'm going to get some D3 and add it to my yep. own regimen. Yep. I have D3s, but Warren yep. won't take it. He thinks, you know. I, will, I don't know. I, I, I told I you. I take the men's one a day. I do take the men's one a day. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. But you need the vitamin D. That's yeah, right. Okay. That's I got mm -hmm. you. Okay. So I'll I'm, I'll leave on that note. I don't want to keep going, but yeah. That's, no, you're that's, good. You're good. You're good. Yeah. Yeah. We appreciate you. We hey, most definitely I, appreciate you, Mr. John. And um, again, we, let's do your math again. You retire in ten years. So let me see. One. You retire in ten years. So let's do the math. <laughs> Yes. Hey man, it was great talking to you, and we appreciate yes. you. I got one more thing for you. Um, we're doing a military issue of Bully Magazine, and okay. I was gonna ask you if you would share um some military experiences um within the magazine. It's up to you, totally up to you. Yeah. Um, but we would love to get your story, highlight yep. you in the magazine. Um, and it's gonna be our main issue. Mm -hmm. So, so I put you on the spot. Is that a yes or a no? You ready? Yes, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So we're, 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 we're working on the March issue right now. So we probably and it's and it's the same thing we do. Is a phone. Well, we'll get with how we do it. The process mm -hmm. of how we. Do That's it. fine. Yeah, yeah. We'll hey, be the process. I'm Very simple I'm process. Your wife, one hundred. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank we appreciate you. it. We appreciate it. 
but you're going to be in there with some some great guys. You know, right now, our son, he's over and he's overseas now. He's in the Air Force Reserves and he had to do almost a year duty. Yeah. So he's over there now, man, in the middle of the desert. So he's he's doing his thing and serving his country. So we wanted to, to do a magazine in honor of him. I think he's made the front cover of it. But of course, you know, I was in the military and we got some other great guys that was in the military as well. And we want you to join. All right. Well, great guys and, and women. It's very yep. diverse. That's right. Yeah. Yep. That's right. So, with that being said, Mr. John, we thank you again. We're not going to hold up. We're going to let you go ahead and get your Sunday dinner. Um, well, your second portion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Prepared it. I'm already, but I'm ready to grub. I'm ready to go. Ready to grub. Okay. All right, man. We're not gonna hold you up much longer, man. We appreciate you. Right. Thank you so much. All right. All right. Take care now. All right. Bye bye. My mother, if she's watching, mom, I love. All her. right. Hey, mother. Hey, mother. <laughs> hey, yes, look, we're happy that you found your. We're happy that you found your dad, man. Yes. You found, yes. You found your your grandfather. Yeah. Father. He's passed away, but we got the family now. So oh, that's, yeah, yeah. that's okay. That's, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, that's family. That's great. That's great. Yep. Okay. So, All right. So I'm, take right, care now. Yep. And just keep me posted on whatever you need from me. I'll be there to support you. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. Okay. Thank you. Yep. All right. All right. Bye. Bye.